you're listening to the Aim to Win podcast. I'm Wade Thomas, and I believe that every one of you has a wealth of potential just waiting to come out. And I'm here to help you reach that potential. So now, here's the Aim to Win podcast. Welcome to the Aim to Win podcast. I'm Wade Thomas, and today I'm delighted to have with me Eric Twiggs. Eric is a founding partner and president of the What Now movement. His mission is to build high-performing entrepreneurs, authors, and career professionals who are prepared for life's unexpected curveballs. He is author of The Discipline of Now, 12 Practical Principles to Overcome Procrastination. The Discipline of Now has been recognized as a global top 10 finalist for the 2020 Author Elite Awards in the category of Best Self-Help Book. This recognition was based on a combination of the following criteria, cover design, content, popularity, and social contribution. Eric is also the host of a weekly inspirational podcast titled 30 Minute Hour. So welcome to the podcast, Eric. Hey, Wade. Thank you for having me. This is an honor. Yeah, this is, uh, I'm really excited about this topic because it seems like so many people I deal with have the best intentions, but then they get those curveballs and, uh, you know, quite a few of them. And so really kind of exciting topic. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. So what I like to do to get started is just have, um, have you tell your story so that everybody knows who's talking to them. And, um, so where you've been, how you got here and whatever you want to throw in there. Great. I am your procrastination prevention partner. I'm the author of The Discipline of Now, and I'm the host of the 30-Minute Hour podcast. And I help entrepreneurs to beat procrastination so they can make more money, get more done, and feel more confident. My story begins in college. As far as how I got to this point, I'm often asked that question. How did you get to this point? Why do you focus on procrastination? It started for me in college. It was my senior year at Hampton University, and I was having a good a conversation with my good friend, his name, Donnell. And I have to admit, Wade, he and I were a little different at the time. He was all about his purpose, and I was all about the party. <laughs> he'd always give me a hard time. Man, Eric, you need to get serious, figure out what you want to do. And I'm like, loosen up, man. We've got plenty of time for all of that. Are you coming to the frat party with me or not? And so time goes by, he and I don't talk. But then I get a phone call from his mother telling me that he was killed in a car accident. Changed everything for me. It sent me the message that maybe I don't have as much time as I think to do the things that I want to do. And I really, literally, I think about that all the time. And ever since, I've been focused on overcoming procrastination, becoming more productive, and just making the best use of time. And that's what I help entrepreneurs and executive leaders to do yeah that's, that's quite a wake-up call isn't it oh absolutely got my attention yeah so how do you get started on this path of you know doing things now and getting rid of the procrastination well i, I think the key is awareness and that's my book the discipline of now the whole point of it is to heighten your awareness to what triggers you to procrastinate so people say wait all the time oh Eric, I always procrastinate, but that's not the case. I've yet to meet someone that procrastinates in every aspect of their life. Like I know people who procrastinate when it comes to household chores, <laughs> but, <laughs> but they're on point when it comes to things at work or things in their business. Then I know people who procrastinate in the business setting, but then when they get home, they're on point. They're getting the kids off. Everything is as scheduled. So you have to really. Pay attention to the patterns 
So, so the root cause of procrastination, that there's some level of discomfort that's at the root. So the key is just kind of paying attention to what's triggering you to procrastinate. You may need a, the help of a mentor or a coach to recognize that pattern, but that's the key step awareness to those patterns that'll help you to overcome it. So, so what are some of the common patterns that you see that kind of help people understand what they might be? Well, so for example, people have this thing, it's called creative avoidance, right? That that's where you're doing other things to avoid the thing that you really should be doing. And, and a lot of times, again, you're not comfortable. There's some element of the task that you're just not comfortable with. It could be preparing a presentation, right? You're not comfortable with that. So you'll clean your desk, you'll organize your files, you'll take out the trash. You're doing everything ex except the thing that you should be doing. Um, and then so the other thing is people have hiding places. And like most of the entrepreneurs I work with, they have a hiding place in their business. So if so some people, it's it might be waiting on customers. It might be, you know, working out in the shop. It might be it's but the reason they don't have to do that. Right. Yeah. They, they've got the support around them where they really don't have to do that. But that's they feel uncomfortable with the task that they should be doing. That's going to take them to the next level. So they go back to doing they go to their hiding place. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and so that they just have to watch that. And if you're listening to me right now, you probably have a hiding place too. <laughs> or you have more to identify one. it and stop going there. Yeah, or, or more than one. Oh yeah. Yeah. I I got about twelve or thirteen at least. <laughs> <laughs> so so how so how does how does somebody just start jumping in and really tackling procrastination? What what do you recommend? You know, they have the awareness, the triggers, you know, what's next? Well, so I've got a model in my book. It, I've got a five-step plan um, as far as overcoming procrastination. Um, and it's so if you picture a pyramid, it, you've got five levels. So awareness is a part of it, but it's, it's actually not the foundational rung. I'll talk about this here quickly. Um, so the foundational rung, if you want to overcome procrastination, is your attitude. And that, that's at the foundation of the pyramid, Right. And, and so you really have to monitor, like if you, if you think about it, uh, and this is, this is backed up by science, like 80% of most people's thoughts are negative. 80% of most people's self-talk is negative. Oh man, I can't do that. Oh no, that won't work. Oh my goodness. Da, 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 da. And that makes you more likely to procrastinate. You know, if you're the, all the studies show, if you're a pessimist, you're more likely to procrastinate. So you have to break that negativity habit by replacing it with a better one and focusing on gratitude, focusing on what's going well. I have people write down their wins and that you have to create a win log. You work with me, W-I-N log, right? So I'm going to, first question I'm going to ask you is, hey, tell me about your wins. And believe it or not, for most people, that's a huge struggle because they're so focused on the negativity. But hey, I got a five-star Google review. Hey, I, I launched the podcast. I stuck to my diet. You got to focus on the wins. That's what builds momentum. Um, so the first step, if you want to overcome procrastination, is you really have to monitor your attitude and address your, your thinking. And again, that might you might need a coach or mentor, somebody that can notice that negative pattern and call you out on it. Um, so first thing, your attitude. We talked about awareness. That's actually second. Uh, so you need to be aware, aware of your triggers. 
but you also need to be aware of your power times, right? We all have a circadian rhythm. Some people get energy first thing in the morning. They're morning people. They can get up at four in the morning and just get going and all the ideas are coming and some people are night owls. So the key thing is to schedule your high priority activities during the times of day that you have the most energy. Right. So for me, the mistake I used to make was I would try to write a blog post later in the day. It just didn't work for me. I, mean, I just uh, not, I would procrastinate. I would put it off to later. I would sometimes never get around to it because I didn't I didn't have that level of awareness. You need to be aware, aware of the people that you're around. You, yeah. If you hang around three chronic procrastinators for long enough, you will be the fourth. <laughs> You'll pick up on their habits. So you need to be aware of these things. So you have attitude, number one awareness number two animation is number three pay close attention to your energy levels and if you think about it if you go back and rewind the tape the times when you're procrastinating the most is when you have when you feel the least energized you know it's when you've had three hours of sleep and you and you're like oh i'll just do this later. i don't feel like doing this i don't uh, uh. so you really have to monitor your energy and i always suggest to people that you factor recovery into your plan really get proactive about recovery right are you getting enough sleep are you eating right do you have an exercise routine do you have time where you just reflect and meditate and let your just be alone with your thoughts so the energy is is key so the the fourth is automation that's where you put systems in place right so that things happen without you having to touch it. And this is a lesson I had to learn that just because something has to be done, it doesn't mean that I have to be the one to do it, right? Put put systems in place. And especially those things you just don't like to do, right? When we talk about discomfort, some things, like I just don't like doing my taxes. I just, I'll put it off as long as I possibly can, but there's probably going to be some trouble coming my way if I don't do it. <laughs> so I need to come up with a system. Do I have a good accounting person? and? So, you know, put systems in place. It could be, you know, taking advantage of technology, could be hiring a virtual assistant. And then lastly is activity. And I put this at the top of the pyramid because you can't get to the top without taking action. We can do all the meditating and burning candles and the vision boards. But at some point you have to do something. Yeah. And, you, <laughs> and it's good to have, you know, have a vision. Start with the vision and that way you can reverse engineer to what are the specific actions that are going to move me in that direction. So you may know that, okay, for me to hit my sales quota, I have to call 10 people a day, right? So you have to make sure you make, make your 10 phone calls. So you, but do the math and I help people to do that. So, so that's, that's the formula or the thing that I use to help people to overcome procrastination. Yeah. You know, I, there's a couple of things that's really grabbed me on there. The, um, the automation piece, you know, it's, uh, that, that is something that I see so many, um, people struggle with is, uh, they don't want to let go. And a lot of times, you know, those triggers or those things that you're procrastinating on are the things that you, you're better off with somebody else doing. Yeah. That's a struggle for me. I, I think a lot of times when you're that type A personality, you tend to be a perfectionist. I mean, that's something I've struggled with. You feel like it's not going to get done right unless you do it. But you almost have to be like, if you look at teams, 
You know, in most sports, one great person is not going to win you the championship. At some point, that best player has to learn to trust the people around him and get them involved. And, and it's, it's the same thing in business. You have to have, to get to that next level, it requires having the right people and the right system so you're not just doing everything. Yeah. Yep, <clears throat> absolutely. And uh, the other thing, too, is, is you know, activity. You know, that, that's kind of, uh, like some people that just go and they do and they do and they do, but they, you know, they run out of time, don't do the right things. But then there's the people that plan and plan and plan and plan. Like their hiding place is the planning. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah, you, you're yeah. 100% right. So it's like you I always say, it, but you can't allow perfect to become the enemy of progress. That's right. Because right? that's a great hiding place. Oh, I'm, I'm doing research. Yep. So, yeah. Go ahead. so how, do you, how do you recommend somebody get past that? Asking for a friend. <laughs> so so really the key is to focus on the next step that's in front of you and, and it, it can be a small step so like for starting a podcast instead of saying i'm just doing research i got to figure out which microphone to get i got to figure you know just the, the next small step could be calling someone in your network who already has a successful podcast yeah. right and then so what happens is the steps build from there so you can't overthink it. All you have to fo focus on that next step. And then when you get to the next step and you call that person, you'll find that there's another step. And before you know it, you're there. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's so powerful. You know, I love how, you know, call somebody, you know, that counts, right? Yep. That's an easy one. It kind of gets you, kind of gets you off the, off the chair, so to speak. Mm -hmm. So, so there's a lot of um, procrastination you know, tools out there and books and things like that. So how is your approach different? So my approach is based off of a model, that pyramid. And mm -hmm. the, that came from over 28,000 plus coaching sessions mm -hmm. with entrepreneurs and executive leaders. And a lot of it, my frustration was when I was looking for books and information was a lot of the, just the same information. Oh yeah. You got to be an early bird. Oh, don't check your email before a certain time. That doesn't work for everybody. Yeah. And like, like it, it almost makes you feel if you, if you watch somebody's videos, you feel like a loser. If you don't wake up at four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> right. Right. But, but that's not for everybody. I can do it, but some people you get going later and, and that's okay. And so the book, it's based on, you know, no matter what your personality type is, and I go over the different personality types and I have specific strategies based off of your personality type to overcome procrastination. Whether you're a morning person, night owl, there's something that there's a resource in the book that can help you to overcome that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's pretty powerful. So so in all your uh in all your work on this, has there been somebody out there that's just been really, really hard to help that uh Certainly. Um, it, it's the mindset issues. That, that's why that, that was one of the motivations for me to build a pyramid, because when I when I first started working with people, let, let's say it's a business owner and we, we're trying to grow the business. And I would I'd be looking at the mechanics of, oh, hey, you know, you got to run this report. Hey, you got to look at this. You got. But I would go past the mindset. So they would say something that gave me a hint that there's a mindset issue and I'd go right past that. So the hardest people are the people who are unwilling to let go of that negativity, that, that they always come up with a reason why something won't work. They're always blaming everything and everybody except for the person in the mirror. Yeah. 
those are the people that it's just a big struggle. I mean, to this day, as long as I've been doing this, if someone just is unwilling to shift their mindset, our chances of success just go way down. Yeah. So how, how do they shift or how do you get somebody like that to shift their mindset or probably a better way to put it is how does somebody shift their mindset from that? Well, I, I think what I do, I work with counter examples. I, I find other examples of people. So, so one thing I like to, I like to tell people that you know, there's always someone that's doing the thing that you're saying can't be done, right? There, there's always somebody that you know that that's that's winning where you're saying it's impossible and, and they've got a bigger struggle than you do you know you're, you're saying well you know i've got these three kids and i'm a single parent i know somebody's got four kids and they're a single parent and they're and they are killing it you know and, and, and there's been instances where i'll pair up the person with with that person who is in their same situation or worse and they're making it happen it, it's hard to say it can't be done if you're talking to someone that's doing it um, so, so that's one of the big things is just providing the counter examples and then, you know, focusing on the wins helps too, as they start to build momentum and stack the small wins and that, that helps to overcome it as well. But it's a huge challenge though. Yeah. It shows that it's working when you were able to look at the wins. Yes. Yeah. And I do, I see, I see that challenge a lot. Mm -hmm. yeah, but there's a lot of that that can't be done. And, uh, you know, I actually, I was just reading something this morning in the Harvard Business Review. It was a CEO interview. And he, he had a you know different approach, but it, it kind of works similar in that he looked forward, right? So he kind of started where you want to, where you want to end up and worked backwards because that got rid of the assumption that it wouldn't work. And, you know, so that's an interesting mindset shift, you know, as I was reading that, I'm like, no. No, that's so, you know, I do something similar. We call it time traveling. Yeah. So, so with a lot of people I'll say, okay, instead of saying, Hey, what are your goals for this year? I'll say, I'll say, okay, so imagine it's November of 2023. You're talking to your business partner and you're saying, this has been the best year ever. We did it. Okay. Well, what did you do? Well, what are those three to five things that you did? Oh, well, I achieved this. And so when you're in that future state, Right. It gets you outside of what you currently see. And then you can, okay, now we know where you want to go. We can reverse engineer it and start with, okay, what do we need to do today? What do we need to do weekly? What do we need to do monthly? That type of thing. Yeah. That can't be done as often because it's eight, nine, 10 steps away. And they're right. You know, you can't, you can't mm -hmm. go from where you are to step 10. Right. So, absolutely. So, um, What's a really good outcome that you've seen for a you know, procrastinator? What are some of the good wins? So one win that stands out to me, it kind of goes back to the whole attitude thing. I, I was working with a business owner and he was like stuck in his business, couldn't leave without business going down. And it was a lot of negativity. And I, I changed it up. I said, look, you know, you have to tell me at least one thing you're grateful for at the start of all of our sessions. And then I, we first did it, it was just like pulling teeth to get him to think of something. And then slowly but surely, you would have this list and then slowly. And then it just got to a point where it was just, that could be half our session. Him talking about all the good things that were going on. And guess what? The sales improved. The gross profit improved. He got to the point where he, he had started another business 
because he didn't have to be at the business he was at currently. Um, his income improved. And, and really the foundation was uh, that thinking positive and focusing on what he's grateful for. And if I ever started our conversation, didn't ask him that, he would interrupt me and cut me off and say, wait a minute. Nope. We got to talk about this. I've been waiting all week to tell you this. Uh, so so that, that's a big one. Yeah, that's a really good story. So, yeah. so you know, I know I'm a procrastinator, but, but there's a lot of people that might be in denial about such things. Um, how do they know they should go out and buy your book or seek help? Well, if you, the procrastination is not doing the things that you should, you know, you should be doing, right? If, if you're finding a pattern that you're just not uh, following through. Or it, the other thing too is if you, if you feel like you don't procrastinate, but you want to be more productive, right? You, you, because time, that, that time piece is critical. Mm-hmm. You know, how the, the people that I know that are playing the game at a high level, they do great with time as far as how they manage their time. And, and they literally treat time like a lot of people treat money. Right. You know, a lot of people are clipping coupons and looking for ways to say they're looking for ways to save time. They're not out in their lawn cutting the grass for three hours. They've got somebody that does that. Right. Uh, they, they, they measure the value. Like I have a tool. I'll actually send this to your listeners just just because and I think you've got a great show. I've got a, a Twigs time calculator that helps you to calculate the value of your time. It's like a little formula breaks it down to the minutes. So really, when you start thinking about how your t- how valuable your time is, it shifts your decisions. So I would say, just to summarize, it, you know, internally, you know, there's certain things, whether you want to admit it or not, <laughs> you know, that if there's certain things that you're just not doing that you should be doing. And also, if you just want to take your game to that next level, I mean, this, this is the book for you. Yeah, excellent. Um, who, who should really go out and get the book? So I, I tend to work with the, the people who are looking to go from good to great, mm-hmm. right? They, they, they've had a certain amount of success, but they, they want to take it to the next level, right? They, they want to really go, go after that, that next thing. So, so you, you really want to, they, they tend to read books. They tend to be in the personal development. So if you're in that group where you, you're trying to go from good to great, I mean, this is definitely the book for you. Um, and, and these are certainly the, the, the steps that you need to take. I mean, so like I, I've at one point I was a district manager and I had I noticed these patterns. So, so I'd, I'd have some managers who work for me that got good results. Right. They did pretty well. And I had a few that just got great results. Right. And, and I noticed that the people in the good group and the great group, they knew a lot of the same things. Like they had a similar know-how level. What separated the great from the good is that the great, they could consistently get themselves to do certain things, whether they felt like it or not. Yeah. They just did that. That was, that's the separator. They, they could get themselves to do certain things, whether it's going to the gym, whether it's having a difficult conversation. So, so if you're trying to go to that great level, this, this is the content that you need. Yeah. That's, that's a great way to put it. That is the differentiator. It's getting it, you know, getting it done and jumping in. Absolutely. Excellent. Well, I have one more question before I let you get out of here. And that is, how do people find you? They can go to my website, Eric M. Twigs, E-R-I-C-M 
twigs, T-W-I-G-G-S dot com. And you can pick up a copy of my book, The Discipline of Now, 12 Practical Principles to Overcome Procrastination. And you'll see a link to my podcast, The 30-Minute Hour. Excellent. And we'll link all that up in the show notes as well. So everybody's got it nice and easy. And uh, I encourage everybody to jump in there and use the calculator too and kind of see how much uh, that procrastination is costing you. Yeah. Absolutely. I'll send that to you and you can feel free to send it out. Yeah, we'll throw that. We'll, we can throw that on the show notes probably too. So, so excellent. Uh, we appreciate you coming on today. It's really good stuff. All right. Thanks for having me. And thank you for listening to the Aim Twin podcast. As always, follow us, like us, comment wherever it is that you listen to your podcasts. Mm-hmm.